Hi everyone, it's Roger and James here from the What's on Disney Plus podcast. This is episode number 96 and we're recording this on September the 5th. So in this episode, we're going to be talking about Mulan. I'll definitely be giving my thoughts on the movie. We'll be talking about the whole thing of Mulan and how that's all I'm being sort of just been blown up over the weekend we'll also be talking about our thoughts on after ned we'll also be talking about the disney's brand new documentary series the magic of disney's animal kingdom we'll also be talking about returning to production and also a little bit on mandalorian season two but before we go any further i just want to say a huge thank you to all of our supporters on patreon and also on youtube membership so this is going to be a bit of a shout out so we've got i'm um, lauren jacob sarah the juice what's on netflix and andrew and julie all over on our patreon while on youtube membership we've also got mike eddie jay joshua drew sarah and adam and so a huge thank you to all of your support in helping us so just a big shout out to everyone and obviously if you are a patreon or a youtube member you get to ask your questions for the weekly q a videos which are now put up live on sundays and you also get access to extra content including a brand new episode of our retro podcast which is going to be all about oliver and co which i'm going to be recording right after this they will get access for a week before it becomes available to everybody else so there we go so that's a quick plug in again just a big thank you to everyone for doing it and if you haven't already done so make sure you do subscribe either on the audio platforms or on youtube and yeah so let's jump into it so let's talk about mulan mulan is the big release for the um labor weekend um well i'm going to get into my thoughts on the movie in a bit but first i just want to get through a few little bits of news about it obviously disney has been completely focused on it this week they there's not really been much a huge amount of other news other than one little story with the mandalorian that we'll get into but they have been focused on this they've been plugging it away promoting it pushing it and i suspect that'll be the case over the weekend and for the next few days they're going to want everyone to know that mulan is on disney plus um just a quick note if you are not wanting to pay the 30 dollars or whichever price it is in your currency it is going to be coming to everybody on disney plus on on december the 4th that's december the 4th if you don't want to pay that uh, price they've been very upfront they put it on the front screen when you log on um and i really can't sort of you know, you can't knock them really for sort of being very open and transparent about that date. They they don't normally do that with movies. They're very they like to kind of let people keep keep them on the hanging. But they were very open with this one. Don't you think? Yeah, it, it was actually a surprise. I was not expecting them to announce when it was coming, and I also wasn't expecting it to come three months. But I I know that they want that to be a push for giving uh you know Disney Plus subscription for for Christmas or hopefully some family time, even if it maybe is a little more restrictive this year. Yeah. So I do appreciate that they're very much upfront. It's in December and, and it was before yeah. Mulan launched it. it so yeah. you knew in advance and there was no trickery and no, um, hopefully no buyer's remorse for people like I bought it on September. Why is it available yeah. now in December? Uh, for people like me, I think that was kind of that final push where it's like, okay, I can, I don't have to spend the $30. I can wait and not feel too bad about it. Whereas people with families or who need, you know, something right now, yeah. uh, new entertainment can go, all right, it's worth it. Cause that's still three months. That's, that's not a short period of time. And uh, time seems to flow differently this year. I mean, just in <laughs> general. Yeah. I mean, this is the thing is you, this, um, the Facebook group this week and especially yesterday um, I mean, we have over 135,000 members, and let's say yesterday was—it's been very heated. It's been there's been the tribe of people that um, have brought it, 
I've really enjoyed it. You know, the odd person saying they regretted it. But generally, you got a lot of people saying, this is fantastic value. We're having a great experience, having a great movie. Really enjoyed it. Great. And then you got the other people going, I'm not paying for it. It's too much. It's too expensive. Um, It's not worth it. I don't want to condone, you know, lots of the things like, I don't want to condone this type of action. It's not the same as cinema. It's not the same experience. And it's right, really kind of, it's quite a, a, quite a pull. I would say it's almost 50-50 right now because it really is just, you know, a load of people don't want it and a load of people do want it. Um, and I think the big issue primarily comes from those of those with families are love are seem to be loving the idea of that it's saving them money, they can experience it all together, they're having a, a get together or having a night to do it, and they view it as a bargain, or if they view it as this is a perfectly priced, fine price, I'm saving money here. And then you've got probably in the same book as sort of you, where it's like maybe you're on your own or you only ever pay for yourself to go to cinema. So therefore $30 is really expensive compared to going to the cinema. So therefore it's not, the price value isn't right wrong. For me, you know, we both sat down last night. We, I purchased it. It was 20 pound. Um, two of us sat there. We watched it. We got in the snacks. We turned everything off. We turned the lights off. We turned the volume up really loud and we had it as a, Proper, I said, no, I said, no distractions, phones off. We lit, you know, it was like we were watching this properly and have it, you know, it's like I paid for this, we're going to watch it. <laughs> and we turned it in, you know, we had ice cream, we had chips, we had chocolate, you know, we had the, you know, we went, had, we went the full hog and turned it into a night. And therefore, but for me, there was two of us watching it. So instantly the value is different and I'm going to watch it again. And that's really kind of this, this really weird, this, such a weird dynamic on this movie of, of personally, I think if Disney start doing this for all movies that, you know, when they go to DVD or to iTunes, etc., if they get access through Disney Plus, I'd much rather do it through there. It makes sense to me rather than using another, another app. And I think that's how we're going to start seeing coming in. But it's a very strange little um, system here. Yeah. And there's, there's a couple of factors involved there too. If we're talking about stuff that was previously properly released, um, that's going to be in the future, obviously, because we've already got everything at this point. Uh, I would expect it to not cost $30. Um, mm-hmm. it, it, it'd be like um, here in the States, we have some theaters that exist not on movies that are released now, but on movies that are just about to hit dvd yeah. release and they, you want to get that one last push and they're normally super cheap they, you know mm. five dollars to to see the movie and even the the popcorn and stuff probably isn't as expensive uh the college i went to back in the early 2000s had one right across the street from me. it was great got to see all sorts of movies really cheap i could see this being the same kind of thing with disney plus you know uh this um let's say soul uh, i don't know if it's gonna go premium or if it'll have a theatrical release or whatever but let's say it has a theatrical release and before it hits Disney Plus, at the same time it hits iTunes or Amazon yeah. and all that, you can get it at about the same price on Disney Plus as, as a last thing. Or yeah. you can wait a couple months for it to come, just like Mulan, where you've got the three-month wait. I, I don't have a problem with that. I, know, I realize some people will, yeah. uh, but some people also feel like everything should be on Disney Plus immediately, and, yeah. you know, et cetera. Oh, there, 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 was a lot, there was a lot of that as well, and people kind of... Don't Quite. doubt it. <laughs> and also a lot of people are going, well, yeah, you know, you don't... You... And I think there's that kind of thing. Like you said, a lot of people are expecting everything to be in there for pro- 
for free. You know, you've paid your subscription, you, you should get everything in there. And Disney's kind of turning it more into like a Amazon Prime. And I think we're going to see much more of this because you're going to have Premier Access. You're then going to have probably by the looks of it, Star Internationally as well within the Disney Plus app as an add-on, something like that. So you can see where Disney Plus is going to change. And I think it people's mindset was like, I don't, well, no, I paid a subscription. I should get, and it's like, other apps do this as well. So it's not just like it's Disney of doing something completely different. But I, I do have to admit, I agree with the majority of those people who are like, um, if it's coming to Disney plus, it should be part of the subscription. Mm-hmm. I think that comes with the caveat though, that you don't expect it on release day yeah. to be part of the subscription package, whether or not it's released through Disney plus as a premium or uh, a rental on Amazon or, or anything like that. The expectation that Mulan would be day and date free release on is just not feasible. Black Widow, Soul, any of them. The, the ones that have come before, we're in very weird times. That, that would not have happened in a normal 2020. Well, that's it. I mean, had, had 2020 still been going as normal, Artemis Fowl would have been released in cinemas in May. Um, the One and Only Ivan would have only just been released in cinemas in August. We wouldn't have seen Artemis Fowl on Disney Plus probably until December. And then the, the one and only Ivan probably would have been dropping around about January, February time. Um, you know, it would have been, it's normally about three, about six, six months was always the kind of territory. Um, I think three months actually is a really good time. I think that's a much better time to do it. But we're going to see a whole new thing coming up when cinemas, well, because now everything's different. You know, the release schedules of like, you know, we're going to see what the box office is like for Tenant and also for um, the, the, the New Mutants. And they're going to make decisions based, based on all that. I don't think the New Mutants is going to factor into any decision at all. <laughs> <laughs> I still, yeah, but I still think they're going to be collecting data. I still think they're going to oh, be yeah, absolutely. collecting data and going, right. You know, and I think they've also got the, you know, they've got a few Fox titles, the Searchlight titles as well. And I think they will be monitoring. They're going to be watching that those tenant and, and Wonder Woman. Wonder Woman is going to be a big one. They're going to be watching, see what happens with that, and maybe even um, the James Bond movie that's coming in early November. Um, a bit late for uh, Soul, but and oh, sorry, it'll be a bit late for Black Widow. But I mean, things could still change last minute for Soul. Um, but yeah, I mean, it depends really just on how Mulan does. If Mulan does well. If they make enough money and they start going, yeah, we brought, we brought in $100 million on Mulan doing Premier Access, let's do it. They might, you know, because you think, I mean, at 20 or $30 a pop, it's like how many copies do they have to sell, you know, to, to make it um, worthwhile? Right. And since they own the service, uh, you know, they, they take the majority of the cut. Sure, you, uh, they did relent and say you can use Google funds or, you know, things like that to pay for it. But if they were releasing it on Amazon, Amazon would take their cut. iTunes yeah. would take their cut. They own Disney Plus, so the cut is going to be theirs. Yeah, I, I, mean, I, I brought mine through the main website, so mine just went through. I didn't, so they would have got an extra five bucks for that. Um, yeah. But that, that's just me. But just so generally, I think as a whole, Mulan, it is, there's a lot of excitement about it. Um, now, I just want to kind of, got anything else you want to add about Mulan release of it? I'll just reiterate what I said last week, which is vote with your dollar on this. Um, if you think it's unfair, don't pay for it. If you think it, it's a perfectly reasonable price, then pay for it. Just don't, don't get into arguments with other people over their choices. You can respectfully disagree, 
but there is no need for name calling or insulting because someone decided to buy the movie and you think that's a, uh, a stupid idea or, or you think the people who are protesting the idea, yeah. let people have their decisions, debate it peacefully. I know that's asking a bit much on the internet. But well, yeah. I mean, this is a prime example, you know, we two are in that same boat of I, I paid for it. You didn't. And that's ultimately, you know, I respect your choice to wait, but also I think it makes a big difference on the type of movie because it's amazing how many people have said, well, if this was Black Widow, I'd have done it without even a second's thought. So, yeah, see, there, it's like, you, that's where that line is. Like, a, well, if it's a movie that you really want to see, suddenly it's like, would you do it with Black Widow? I, I think I said last week, and, and yeah. I'll say it again now. Yes, I will probably do, uh, I will probably buy Black Widow if it releases on this model before the end of the year. Yeah. Um, I think, though, for me, I will get the value because I will almost certainly watch it twice, unless it's an absolutely terrible movie, and I, I have no expectation that it will be. Yeah. Um, Mulan, without having seen it, I can't say whether yeah. I would watch it multiple times. I kind of catch 22 going on there. Um, if I felt strongly that there would a very good possibility I would watch Mulan more than once before it got to the December release period, I'd still probably consider it. But I, Black Widow, almost certainly, though. Yeah, I just thought I'd, I would put that in there because that's the difference, I think, as well, of the movie can make a big impact on people. Um, what type of movie it is you know it's like you've got Bill and Ted coming up you've got Tenet you know I wouldn't it's like Bill and Ted's coming up on digital I mean I like the first two but I am not gonna buy it at that price I wouldn't you know Tenant was like no I'll just wait for the rental of like five bucks I'm not paying you know there is that kind of difference of the, depending on the movie but let's not talk a little bit about Milan because like I said I did watch it and so first off I'm one of the reasons I was so into this movie and why, I'll be honest, I thought it was fantastic. I really enjoyed Mulan. Um, probably one of the, I'd be, it's the best live action remake they've made. Um, my wife said the same thing. Um, it really did just, it was very well made. It, I love, I've always been like the big, like Chinese epic movies like Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon, House of Flying Daggers, Hero. Um, there's a whole host of movies that I watch. And, you know, the big cinematography, you know, this is just massive, great big set pieces, big battles. And I just really enjoyed Milan. The music in it, um, again, has all those tones, little few little nods to some of the older songs in there, here and there. But there's no, it's not musical. It's straight up just a, a main movie, you know, there's no Mushu, there's no cricket, there's no little sidekicks. And it, my wife, as my wife said, she said, if you didn't tell me this was a Disney movie, I wouldn't have known it was a Disney movie. Um, it was very un, yeah, it, I mean, it's kind of followed the story. I mean, we both said last night that we've, we've both seen Mulan before, um, but we don't really, it's not one of our go-to movies is not one of the ones that we grew up on because we were a little bit older when when it came out um but we just really we both really enjoyed it and i'll be honest i thought you know the, the special effects there's a few times you were like Ooh. but there's this whole thing where she kind of embraces chi and it's almost like the force kind of thing and she can you know they you can kind of there's, you know, there's, there's lots of, you know, you've got a sorcerer in there that turns into a bird and, you know, there's a little bit of magic and stuff in this. It's not a straight up live action real world. There is a lot of, you know, because it's based on the legend of Mulan rather than the animated series or the animated movie, which they made some adjustments for. Um, some. <laughs> yeah. 
it's just a few. And that's the thing is you're not watching um, a live action version of that movie. You're, they're taking the original story and they're adjusting it in a different direction from where the animated was. And I'll be honest, I really, I thought it was fantastic. The, the fight scenes, um, they were just, they were great. The battle scenes, it just, it just looked great. And again, we had it on a, we had it on a big 65 inch TV. We had the sound bar on, so we could appreciate, you know, we had it in 4k. So we did have it in, you know, it's not like we were watching it on an iPad or anything like that, you know, and that's, that is the big difference again, of why the value was there. Um, I just, it just was so, it was just, it got to the end of it and like, well, it's like, going, oh, that was really good. I really enjoyed that one. Um, and it was like going, it didn't, it didn't feel like an animated remake. You know, like when you're watching, um, when you're watching The Lion King, you're going, oh, I know this, I know this like beat for beat. I mean, you knew, you know, you knew where Mulan was going because it follows a similar storyline, but there's little changes and stuff that go along the way. And I think they were able to personalize her much more. I really, the, the feeling of her being a strong woman and becoming stronger, it really came through much more powerful on this one than in the original, um, you know, about being accepted and being, and yeah, just, just a very powerful, strong message. And I just, I just, I just really enjoyed it. And I really can't stress that enough of, was to rank all the remakes this one is at the top. This one, you know, I've said before, you know, I really liked Aladdin. This one, just a completely different tone as well. Serious. There's no, there's not like you're sitting there laughing. You, you, I don't think you probably laugh once. It's a very serious tone. And yeah, I just really enjoyed it. It does sound good. And I do appreciate if they're going to do remakes, that's, it sounds like that's the way I would like them to do it. You've got the same essence of the story. You've got the same basic idea of the story but it's not a shot for shot remake. Uh, and I think the better movies that they've done remakes have, have drawn from the animated movies, such as uh, Aladdin, like you mentioned, but you can definitely go, there are differences. There are things they did differently, uh, not just uh, small things like that character who you know, disappeared or, or something like that, or I- Iago's completely missing yeah. from Aladdin, things like that. Um, I had a, a couple of, questions for you regarding it um obviously you mentioned there's not very much humor but uh how westernized does it feel because the the animated movie is very westernized uh humor the way they talk all uh you know the the phrases they use not just western but modern western uh western civilization not like it's yeah i would say kind of like there's no there's no it's it's set in the it's set in the time frame that they're in they keep it, there's no, they play it straight. There's no reference to any other time. You know, they keep it in there. A little bit of a voiceover and stuff kind of, of explaining what's going on. But generally, yeah, I wouldn't really say that it had anything like that. It was, yeah. Yeah, because the, the the first one, it, it very much embraced anachronism and, and, you know, Eddie Murphy referencing things. Not, not as much as, you know, Robin Williams did in Aladdin. Obviously, that was kind yeah. of a whole other level, but you could tell it, it had a modern sensibility to it. Uh, the other question is how colorful is the movie? And I, I mean that literally, because um, you referenced some other movies like House of Flying Daggers yeah. and, and Hero. And in Chinese cinema, color, they love their vibrant colors, not quite as much as Bollywood, but you know, a lot. So how colorful is the movie? Right, so first off, I mean, Mulan, when she, um, there's there is there's one scene in a different location than you were expecting that's very colourful, and it really made the HDR pop off the screen. Also, just her outfit, 
with you know when she's in a you know in a red outfit at the end you know i mean we've all seen the, the posters and stuff it stands out because it's such a gray environment she just pops off the screen and all the all the all the um armor they all pop off the screen um because they stand out from the background just so like when she does her makeup and stuff you know it really stands out and yeah um it's it's a very it's a it, it looked very crisp you know there's a number of times going oh that does look good it, it's like you know i think i think they shot some of the, a lot of the outside stuff and then when they go to like the, the palaces for the forbidden palace it just it's immense you can just see just as far and as someone has been to the um the forbidden uh, uh city in beijing and it just blew i think that's the thing as well of being someone who you know that loves the chinese culture and loves the chinese city and seeing it it just it just did just i was like wow that just looked fantastic and you could really kind of see all that coming off the screen yeah uh, one other question that occurred to me while you were talking um there are a number of fights uh, in the story and the movie and such like that. I think you already answered that, but are they, they more like wire work uh, kind of oh. fights with people jumping around crouching tiger style? Or are we talking about oh, like, I mean, she, she, she is full on flying upside down left. You know, gravity doesn't seem to work at some points. Um, it's very floaty, but I really like that. I kind of, I'll be, I really like that whole figure. Like, you know, she's, hitting stuff and jumping around and you know i think she spent half the time upside down you know kind of chung lee kind of um from street fire you know then there's a kind of thing you know they're running up walls just gravity doesn't exist at certain points because she has chi and chi kind of becomes like the force and it's kind of funny when um sort of uh does it donnie yen is kind of teaching it and i mean you just i'm just i was half expecting him just to go the force is <laughs> i mean he he, he was Sorry, hit the mute button by mistake. <laughs> yes, you muted me because I was going to mention Star Wars. I'm still muted. Am I still you're muted? Not. No, no, you're not. You're no, not there muted. we go. Okay. <laughs> because I mentioned Star Wars when we're talking about Mulan, you, you muted me. Uh, Donnie Yen, very upset as the, the blind monk from Rogue yeah. One. Uh, well, either way, uh, I forgot he was in this movie, actually, mm-hmm. that he doesn't get, at least in the ads that I saw, he doesn't really get mentioned much, but I do really like his action movies not quite as much as jackie chan he he's more serious whereas jackie is is much more comedic but he's got some really good roles i think uh i'm pretty sure hero i think he was uh i think he fought with the well, jet, Li's call it, it, jet Li's in this as well and he I plays did not the know emperor. That. yeah he plays the emperor oh, um okay. the cast in this movie is fantastic it really is. Um, I mean, it's it's got some um, fantastic Asian actors. You know, pretty much. You know, it's it's a. I like I said, I watched this movie. You know, I pretty much recognise all the actors. You know, I've seen them in other other movies and stuff. And I was just, I, I, yeah. It. You know, you see Jet Li when he sat there, and he's the emperor, and he's like, yeah, they just look good. And Jason, I mean, it's Jason Scott Lee is um, can, and it just it as a big villain. And it, yeah, it just it's just really good. And the sorcerer. She's kind of interesting as well. I'm not going to go too much into that because I'm going to spoil the territory, but um, she's a really interesting character. Someone new, but also brings that kind of, she changes everything because it te- te- when she's there, it kind of removes it from reality because suddenly then you realize it is a legend and they're kind of embellishing stuff. And yeah, no, it's um just, yeah, it's def- definitely floaty. I am definitely looking forward to watching it in December. Um, maybe if I can 
share an account with my mom or something <laughs> like that and split the, the cost. I'll do it before then. Yeah, um, it's only it gonna be. Good. Yeah, it's only available till like the second of November to purchase. Um, Actually, I didn't a, know that either. Yeah, they've they've they put out on the announcement that it's only available till the second of November. I think it is. Which I think makes sense because in that way, if you buy it, then you've only got 30 days access. Maybe they don't want to have people buy it and then the following week go, it's free. So they've kind of removed, it, it does feel like they've kind of worked out how not to try to annoy as many people as possible by even little caveats in and, you know, being very, I would say being very open and transparent about it. That That is very true. And anybody who's worked retail or, or uh, with some customer facing jobs knows that no matter how many warnings you put into it, this will be free on this date. People will buy it the day before and send yeah. you an email going, what it, I bought it literally yesterday and it's free now. What is, and yeah. it's just a headache. They don't need, that is smart. I will give them that. Yeah, no, you, you got to give them, I thought, well, that was pretty good. And also it was just, so if you are getting access, just be aware of it. So if you're thinking of maybe watching for Thanksgiving, I mean, if you're waiting that long, you might as well just wait another two weeks, but um, just be aware of that one there. But yeah, get a fantastic movie. I'm going to be honest, I'm going to be doing up a written review. It's going to be getting probably four and a half, five stars. And my wife said five stars. So, um, and uh, we don't mention your wife's opinion on here too often, but I, I do know that she <laughs> she has a much harsher opinion of many of the Disney Plus originals than either of us do. Yes, let's just be yeah. She's she's not really liked. Um, she did like the one and only Ivan, and she did like Hamilton, but yeah, yeah, she's a much more like you know if it's rubbish, she, she yeah she doesn't pull any bunches, and she enjoyed it. So that that's always like whew, that one that one went alright. <laughs> So moving on from there, let's now talk about um, Earth to Ned, a brand new series that arrived. That's one that I haven't showed to my wife because <laughs> for that reason. Um, this one is a brand new talk show. We've got all 10 episodes with Ned as a, a puppet. Comes, He's basically on a planet and he beams people up. I watched six episodes. Um, I did have early access, so I was able to watch them a little bit more in advance. I didn't get to see all of them. There was one episode which I know that you mentioned that I haven't seen yet. And I'll be honest, um, after having gone through the six episodes, I was a bit like, yeah, I'm not going to waste any. I, I didn't like it. It was all I, right. I, I kind of gave it, I mean, I gave it, free, it's like three, three out of five was like, it's all right. It's fine. But as the more as I kind of went on from it, it's like, as, when it actually became available, I don't really want to go back and watch it. It's like, it's fine. I'm sure people like it. And I know some people are saying it's, it's really good. I didn't, my, and it's like, I get a lot of stick for this of like, when I say I don't know who the celebrities are, like I'm, I've got like this sudden thing of like, well, you're just an over. It's like, no, I know who celebrities are. I, I follow celebrity news all the time. I know, you know, celebrities, but they've really went for some, it's like Andy Richter is a, it's like, what? How on earth do you launch a new show and bring in a sidekick from a, a chat? Because the other thing, the chat shows over here, they don't, we, they air them on some weird channel in the middle of the night they're not they're not tv here we don't tend to watch them i mean i remember watching conan like 20 years ago and i was like really you brought him in as your first person and i'm going how are kids supposed to know who these people and they had reggie some other guy from another chat show and how are they supposed to like kids supposed to know who these people are because they're late night tv shows i don't i didn't quite get that it was funny because the, the exact same thing happened on the, the not so late show with Elmo. I think his very first guest was Jimmy Fallon. And I'm like, why would you bring least, a talk Jim, show house at least, on? 
At least Jimmy Fallon. I mean, I can understand. Yeah, no, that I would definitely. Brian, not the sidekicks. <laughs> I, I will agree with that. But, I'm, but it's like, why is your first guest a talk show host themselves? I don't yeah. So I skipped the first episode. Yeah. I've skipped the first seven episodes because they, they dropped <laughs> them all. I watched uh, the episode with Gina Carano and um, Joel McHale. I have not seen most of Joel McHale's work independent of this, but I, I do know who he is and I know his, his shtick and all that. I've watched well, see, I, I've only seen him this year in the Tiger King special and the, the Discovery Shark Week thing. I saw him in the other week. I'd never really heard of him before. And I'm like, yeah. So, well, he, yeah, he's I, got his own show on Netflix and I, he, he carved out a little space for himself. Yeah. as like a video commentator to yeah. people releasing their videos and and him you know do, doing funny comments uh, america's yeah. funniest home video i don't yeah. know uh yeah we don't get it over here yeah I, america's it makes yeah. sense <laughs> um, but you know people send in the videos now it's it's browsing youtube and he mm. he provides snide commentary on the side uh he's very good at it no question yeah. about that it's just not my my thing yeah. and they 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 do that shtick in yeah. ned's talk show as well yeah. See, we have we have Harry Hill with you've you've been framed. So we have our own version of it. You said, oh, of course. Yeah. I, I don't there know again, if we stole it from you or you yeah. stole it from us. But there again, it's that thing of like if I put Harry Hill in front of all of them, all of you guys, you'd be like, who is he? You know. I, know, saying, that, I have yeah. no idea who that is. Exactly. And I think this is this is my one thing with this show was like I know there's a few people on there that. I do recognize, but when that, and there's always this kind of like when I did, I put up a review, I thought I'd try something a bit different with putting up the review for it. But going, they're known as like, yeah, but they're, they're not, they're not really well known. He's like, yeah, there's a few well known people, but there was a, I'm like, there were some, some episodes, I'm like, I don't know who any of you are. And it's like, you've really gone, like, I don't know, it's just like, you should have started with, with, you know, Lando or, or started with somebody because, ultimately that first episode is what will pull people in and you need to get that you know no point putting him on episode nine because a lot of people are going to check out the first episode and they're not going on any further you know it's like you know he had one scene in elf so we've we've talked plenty about the mm. the celebrity guests mm. on it but not the actual content of the show very much yet and i will say there's yeah. probably a reason for that <laughs> Um, okay, so you go first. What did you think of that? All right, so uh, the one that I watched, uh, like I mentioned, Joel McHale did his dick. They, the, the theme of the episode was, what are sports? You know, yeah. Ned's trying to learn what life is like on the planet and all, all our human eccentricities, and apparently his planet has no sports. So Joel McHale is, is trying to explain sports, but then they just segue into him doing uh, nature videos that he's commentating as if they are sports, yeah. which was admittedly, a little amusing, but at the same time, it's kind of like they only did three videos. They didn't even go into the depth with yeah. it. And then they brought on uh, Gina Carano. Uh, obviously, we know her from The Mandalorian, yeah. but she was an MMA fighter before that. And she talked a little about that. So it was fun hearing a bit of her history and how she grew up and how she became an MMA fighter. Uh, but you really, or at least I really started to feel the weakness of it, of the the premise at that point, because at least here in the States, talk shows are generally uh, used as promotional kind yeah. of thing. You, you bring on, um, what, uh, Daniel Craig to talk about the new Bond movie coming up and, and he'll yeah. have a clip with him and they'll talk about the movie, maybe segue a little into whatever's going on in his life. And then the week after you'll bring Mark Hamill to talk about yeah. Star Wars. And, but when they're, they're doing this, there's, there's nothing they're promoting. 
you know, you they they can't talk about Mandalorian two yet because yeah. uh, we know nothing about it except the release date. Uh, Joel McHale, they're not going to have him, uh, you know, hawking for his yeah. Netflix. Yeah. yeah, go watch my show on Netflix while you're on my Disney Plus. Inter- yeah, that's not going to work out. And so it was cool to learn things about uh, Gina and Joel. But at the end of him, like, that that wasn't even a fluff piece. That was just them talking to a puppet for 20 minutes. Well, this is what I found. Um, it's like they had, uh, I don't know her name, Jillian, that was in Magic Camp. You know, the first episode, they were kind of playing up more on the idea. They didn't know who, it's like that episode hadn't aired on in Earth yet, so nobody knew who they were. And so they'd just been kidnapped. And I sort of watched, and they're playing games, and I'm going, like, you're, I just looked at them, this is like they're playing a character they're playing a character it was a bit like this isn't a it's like okay they're not really even talking they're just she's playing a she's playing at it and i was like it was just annoying me i was just going and then i know oh yeah i'm a talk show like okay i don't it just i just really struggled with and then they had the you know billy i watched one with lando on billy d williams billy d williams and then he was in full because the whole theme of the episode was star wars and, you know, they had Reggie on talking from this talk show, talking about his love of Star Wars. I'm like, okay, you've got your own Star Wars. Why not put, why didn't they put, you know, it's, I don't know, just like, why didn't they put Gina in at that point? And then, like I say, they had Lando and he's kind of just, just like, you can tell he doesn't got a clue what's going on. And it's like, okay. And I was like, oh, I'm really struggling. <laughs> I'm really struggling with this. Um, again, like I said, they, they got nothing to talk about. And they're just filling and they're just me- they're kind of messing about, but they can't really interact with him because obviously Ned's not. This would have been so much better at being the Muppets. This would have been so, so much easier for them to kind of. Re- it's, I don't know. The actual, you know, Ned looks fantastic. The set looks lovely. Cornelius is a bit of an odd character. And then you've got all those little, weird little puppets running around the background. And it's like, that all looks great. But I don't know if it works. It just, like, I can't. I, oh, yeah. Yeah. The. the 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 production values were great they were fantastic ned looks amazing the articulation all that was great the his little sidekick character was fun they had um some weird like furry worm things that tried to eat joel and and uh those were entertaining there was nothing wrong with the basic setup Mm. but they didn't do anything with it my big worry with this series is like it doesn't appeal to adults because it's too fluffy it's too too light. There's just there's no content at all. There's no humor. There's nothing. And then for kids, and they're going, the most of this is going to go over your head. It was like, I'm like, well, where are you aiming with this? It's like, if you're aiming for kids just to be laughing because it's a puppet, I don't know. It's just like it's like really weird. Of like, it's like where was the who was the target here? Because I'm looking at it wasn't kids and it wasn't adults. So who was? <laughs> I don't know. I had this idea when I was watching it though. Um, rather than making it a show. And bear with me on this. I know some people are going to not like this idea right up front. Um, Take, if you were ever to um, need to refurbish Cosmic Ray's Starlight Cafe at Walt Disney World. Uh, Mind you, I really, really like Cosmic Ray's. I I enjoy the atmosphere and the the food's one of the better options on the cheaper side. But if you were to replace Cosmic Ray's... This is a restaurant at Walt Disney World in Tomorrowland that has a big puppet in the middle of the room that sings to people, just so in case any haven't been and, to it. <laughs> and has uh, galactic puns, lots and yeah. lots of puns based on galactic events. Um, 
actual galactic events, not like yeah. Star Wars or whatever. Uh, so the idea would be if you ever replaced him, put Ned in there and do one of two things with him. One, uh, you could do him semi-interactive, kind of like uh, Turtle Talk with Crush. You know, have somebody yeah. who can interact with the kids and do some canned yeah. lines or something. Or he could even be like a news broadcaster uh, for the parks. Yeah. You know, um, and throw some spice into it. Like, oh, the, the Space Mountain um, Express encountered some asteroids, so it's delayed, which means yeah. you know, uh, the, the ride is down for a bit. It'd be a fun thing to do with it. You've got the character. It makes a lot more sense than this show. Uh, yeah. And, you know, I do love Cosmic Ray, but he is starting to show his age and the articulation and the movements mm-hmm. and such. It's, like, it's, it's kind of like a weird thing with Earth. On one hand, I do not think the dropping of this all at once helped this because I think it's like, you know, with 10 episodes to go, you're like, who's going to, are you going to binge watch it? Because I don't know. I feel like had this been stretched out, people might have been a bit more like, oh, there's a new episode. Oh, I like Gina. We'll watch that. Whereas now it's like hidden. It's like, it's, it's going to be, and, and they're also it completely got wiped out with Mulan. Uh, Mulan just took all the steam away from this show completely. I mean, the next week we've got nothing. So why? I mean, why they didn't push after Ned to next week? Um, you know, it's I don't know. It's just I really question that week. Uh, why they didn't do the weekly drop for after Ned? I know they maybe didn't have enough faith in it, but it feels like this was a, a show which maybe could have done with some more space between, them, like the Muppets. I don't know. I kind of went the opposite direction with it, where I was kind of glad they dropped the whole thing all at once yeah. because I was able to go, okay, uh, I will watch the episode with the people I want to hear from. Um, and if I hadn't been bored with it, I would have gone on and watched the Billy D. Williams episode as well. But this way, because if they dropped the first episode and I'd watched it, I'd just been like, I'm not watching any more of this. Yeah. I, I'm not even going to tune in for Billy D. Williams. I'm not going to turn in for, for Joel McHale or, or Gina Carano. It would have just been, oh, it's another thing on the release list that I am not watching this week. Um, yeah. I, I, you can go both ways. I, I definitely agree with what you're saying as well. But for me, since there's, okay, there's the faintest hint of a storyline where, where he's learning about human culture that you can definitely see even in episode eight where he has, has progressed uh, into his knowledge of humanity. You but, see, I mean, I, yeah, I mean, I watched six episodes. You can see that story going along. But I think, again, for me, I was originally I was like, okay, we'll do, an, we'll do a, you know, we'll do an episode. We'll do a, it's like, we'll do a review for each episode. Got to episode three. Going, no, no, I'm not doing this. This is, they're all too, my reviews are going to be the same for every single one. I'm looking, I've learned nothing about the, <laughs> um, and I, it, yeah, I don't know. It's, it's just a weird one. I kind of, like I said, I, I personally found, again, it's where the binge watching side of it was like, a, I really don't like that. They're all too similar. Yeah. And uh, I would have felt the same say about Muppets now, if that yeah. had been dropped all at once. I don't think I could have binged even just six episodes of that um, in one go. I, even though I liked many of the episodes individually, unlike you know my experience yeah. with Ned here, uh, I could not have binged it. It is just too repetitious, too much of the same. And, and I got that impression. Even from watching one episode, I was like, this is repetitious. That, that's not a good sign. No. Okay, so that's kind of pretty much, I think that pretty much wraps up our after day. We, we, we kind of didn't like it. <laughs> that's- I'm, I'm not even going to say give it a try. I mean, like, if there is an actor or a celebrity on there that you, that, that you really love, sure, watch yeah. the episode. If you're just like, oh, what's this? Yeah. Go watch something else. You, you've got better things to do with your time. 
Okay, so we move on to some other bits of news. So first off, uh, Disney did release a load of information on the Disney's uh, new National Geographic show, The Magic of Disney's Animal Kingdom, which I keep getting, I keep wanting to say magic, because the magic's in the word, I keep wanting to say magic kingdom. And it keeps the throwing magic because, of the magic kingdom of animals. Yeah, because of the animal kingdom and magic kingdom, are just it's and checking them all in the same name, that hasn't helped me. Um, so we got loads of new photographs, I mean, literally like 30 to 40 photographs of lovely animals at the park. Um, it's been confirmed now that it's going to be dropping weekly from the 25th. Um, I've had that confirmed through that and also um, through the app and other bits and pieces. So yeah, so it's going to be coming weekly, which is nice. So that means it will be starting the 25th of September, running through, I think, to like the second week of November, eight episodes um, narrated by Josh Gather, about half an hour, 35 minutes apiece. Um, so yeah, so that'll be um, interesting to see where that one goes. So um, again, just want to make sure everyone knows that that one's going to be dropping weekly. Um, also, Mandalorian season two officially coming to disney plus on on october the 30th with new episodes i'm assuming weekly they kind of it was the lightest press release possible there's like here's a picture with a nice logo and here's the date and that's all we're going to tell you <laughs> that was, that was <laughs> oh and Which, the first season was available on disney plus like, that's it that's your entire <laughs> to be fair they're kind of at the point with the Mandalorian where they really just need to remind you that it exists. They're not going to bring new people in too many new people in with the Mandalorian season two. It's not a starting point, but uh, I expect we'll see a lot of hype around the Mandalorian in general uh, building up to it. And that October 30th release makes me think there's going to be a lot of Halloween costumes, whether or not we actually have, Yeah, you can buy them now on shopdisney.com. There you go. <laughs> I think we're done. We're done. We're done. Yeah. Uh, you can also um, get one for your dog as well. That's, that's great. Um, and I think the yeah. thing is, there was a lot of rumors that week, the the few days before it, that there was major problems with the with the show and there was issues. And then suddenly, then the press, uh, the announcement comes. So I don't know whether or not Disney was just like, no, we're getting, there is Disney, you're getting this. Um, I, there is. No- it's kind of a Star Wars tradition now to get the rumors that there's major problems with the production. I mean, and in some cases, certainly seems to have borne out with stuff like Rise of Skywalker, but Rogue One and Solo both had those, those rumors swirling around them and they turned out just fine. Maybe not exceptional, but uh, perfectly good movies. Yeah. I was going to say, the thing is now, is going into Mando season two is we've all got our expectations are much higher than when we went in to watch it the first time. Um, you know, there's going to be a lot more Baby Yoda merch. There's going to be a lot more stuff around. And we, we haven't seen anything. I mean, are they going to go the same line of like not showing us Ahsoka or any other characters? We haven't even seen a trailer or an image from the series yet. Um, but Star Wars Celebration would have only been last week, which is when I would have imagined we would have like had that initial information. But I think the whole, I think there's some big sports events going on in the US, some NBA or some is football starting up again i believe football is starting up either very soon or or it might just be like the practice game uh showing up i was watching hockey but my team got eliminated uh literally yesterday before returning so now i i don't care anymore yeah I watched, yeah, yeah, no idea. Um, So, yeah, so usually they tend to like dropping these things during uh, big sporting events because I don't, why? I don't understand why they drop them in the middle of the night for sports fans because more people watch this. Like, 
your target demographic is international on YouTube. It'll work no matter what time you put it out. I just can't, I, can't, I hate it when they put them out in the middle of the night for us. It's like, let us watch it. But that's it, my own personal thing. It's just a holdover from the way things used to be. The yeah. Super Bowl was the time. If you wanted people to see your commercial, oh, you yeah. I, get the, I, get, I get the Super Bowl. It's just oh, no, no, like, I, I, random, yeah. random NFL game or whatever it is. It's like, are, are Star Wars nerds, most of them watching at that point? <laughs> Like, well, but that's the thing. They're not targeting Star Wars yeah. nerds at that point. Star Wars nerds already know. You yeah. know, we know the Mandalorian. We we know, uh, you know, Ahsoka is supposedly in it yeah. and all that stuff. They are targeting the people who don't know. They're yeah. they're targeting the people who are like, oh, I remember watching Star Wars when I was growing up with my parents and stuff like that. And oh, there's a new one. Or I remember the Mandalorian from last year. But then yeah. you know they watched it and then I, I kind of forgot about it. <laughs> you I'm know, moving, yeah. It's just, I think one of those weird things of, it, like I said, it's a very leftover, I think, thing of, there's nothing, everything else doesn't really work like that anymore. Every, it's just, you know, they release it online at a set time. But, nevertheless, so that's The Mandalorian Season uh, 2. Um, there's also a production. It is, a number of series are now getting underway. For example, this past week, the Mighty Duck series returned to filming in Vancouver. We also have, there's also the news that the upcoming Turner and Hooch series is also set to start filming in a couple of weeks' time in Canada as well. Meanwhile, over in Atlanta, the Falcon and the Winter Soldier, they are apparently due to return next week to film some content in America before they then fly out to the Czech Republic through October into November to finish off the three weeks that they had were supposed to be doing in March because they were actually out there at the time and then they all had to rush home because the country was shutting down because of the coronavirus and that was just prior to all so that's if that isn't the word to everybody please just don't expect falcon and the winter soldier for a while because even if they finish filming on the friday it's not all going to be <laughs> the following day they need to edit it they need to treat it they need to clip it all in so i think as far as we should look falcon and the winter soldier is not i cannot see it coming into 2020 unless they get it out the last week of 2020 the first episode <laughs> I mean, I, we get Wonder Vision or something. So I think one of them will be dropping at Christmas after Mandalorian ends. One of them will air. I think it's more likely to be Wonder Vision, but yeah, they still got the filming to do. They can, they can't get it out there as, as and you know trade. They may they might want to get the traders out when they've maybe got it in the can because I can't imagine they even want to start promoting it till they know they've got it filmed. Yeah, and that's not even accounting for special effects. It's a Marvel TV show. There will be uh, stuff they have to do. And it's not like Frozen, where it's all completely like made up. They have to have reference plates from the, the physical shooting to do the special effects on. And they can do some basic prep work, but that's it. So I would be amazed if, heck, even if it was quarter one next year, it's, it's going to be I mean- a while. It depends. It depends how much they got in the can. They might have literally edited everything together, so they literally only have to slot in the couple of. They, I imagine they've made some changes to make it so they can do it as quickly as they possibly can. Um, but yeah, I mean, there's also been reports of like Funko. They've got some action figures or some Funko figures, and they're due in 2021. Usually, but merchandise is also starting to hit stores. Um, there were some T-shirts spotted in a US store. Um, which obviously the movie would have, the series would have been coming out now. So the merchandise is kind of starting to flow. Um, but yeah, so we're just going to have to wait and see, but just get things, if they can start getting things moving. But the big issue really is, and Batman is kind of going to be the main thing that 
you know, right now they're filming the new Batman movie for Warner Brothers um, in the UK, but Robert Pattinson has caught COVID. So the entire production is shut down for two weeks. And this is what can happen at any given point on these series. Now they could start on Monday filming Falcon and the Winter Soldier, but one person gets it, everything gets shut down again for a couple of weeks while everyone goes into quarantine. And we're going to have to get used. I think the concept of delays, we're going to have this problem for a year plus at least. And, you know, you can already see it now with our t- the TV lineup because I know like Grey's Anatomy and Station 19, and I think 9-11, all those shows are not coming back in the fall or winter because they can't film. Um, so so that we are going to see this continued thing. They are going to, th- they are filming stuff. I think The Little Mermaid, I think, has, be- has begun... And that's why they're doing a lot of shooting outside of the US. They're kind of going out and doing stuff. They're doing like Avatar down in New Zealand. And they are filming. At least things are filming now. But um, things are just going to be a bit messy. So expect delays. Expect, you know. And I think Disney are just going to hold on to everything until they've got it ready to go. Because there's no point them saying to you now, put out a trailer saying, coming to you on November the 8th. And then next week they can't get that last two scenes filmed and then they it all gets delayed. Yeah, it's, it makes no sense. And no matter how logical the reasoning is, people will get upset when you say there's a delay. That, that's just how we are for whatever reason. Mm. Yeah, we're just going to have to just, just wait and see on that one. Right, so moving on from there, I'm just looking at my list. Yeah, that pretty much wraps up all of the... Um, topics for this week did you watch anything else on uh disney plus this week i've checked out the final episode of muppets now uh, which aired this week um i i won't bother giving a review i will instead recommend go hit the what's on disney plus uh website read jeremy's review he and i have been basically saying the exact same thing all along so check his review uh it's it says basically the same things that I would say. You know, it's funny because I've not I've not watched that series since season since about the third episode. I just I just I I might I might check it out. But the the problem for me is I have been watching a lot of the episodes of Once Upon a Time, so I've been kind of watching that instead. I also watched Oliver and Co. But we're going to be talking about that in a separate video. And also yesterday they added Agents of Shield season six in the UK, and there's about five or six episodes from the end of that ep- series that I want to watch as well. So I'm kind of going to be drifting off on, onto, those, onto some library content to kind of fill up on because, and obviously I've watched Mulan, but yeah, those have been, those have been the things I've been watching. And obviously as well, lots of, uh, lot, I did watch five episodes of Earth to Ned. So that was um, <laughs> over the week. So there we go. So that wraps up this week's episode. If you haven't already done so, make sure you do hit that subscribe button on it. YouTube just gone over 47,000 subscribers, so more more the merrier. Also, you can find us on podcast services. You can join our Facebook group and join in on the discussion, especially if you like or don't like Milan. <laughs> and as I said, you can become a Patreon or you can become a YouTube member to help support the channel and the podcast and keeping it all going, etc. So again, big thank you to all of those for helping out. And we shall see you guys in another episode. Later. Later.